Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Sparkies. This is the first annual Electric Vehicle Award Show brought to you by the Living Electric Podcast. Through this episode, we will be announcing the winner of eight categories that you, the listeners, voted for. And now, please welcome your hosts, Alex Sibilla and Brandon Boggs. Everyone, welcome to the season two finale of Living Electric. We have the Sparkies Awards. That's right. We are so excited about today. So uh, just a heads up, this is a video podcast. So if you want to watch us announce the winners uh, through the video, make sure you check out our YouTube channel at Living Electric Podcast. Yeah, we'll have it linked down below too. So if you want to click on the YouTube link, then it'll be down there. Um, So you get to see us in our suits. We're all dressed up for the Sparkies here. No button up, but... (laughs) Yeah, we're keeping it formal yet comfortable. Yes, yes. (laughs) The best way to do an award show. Definitely, definitely. So uh, let's kind of recap what our award show is really um so we've got eight different categories is that correct so we've got best concept ev best performance uh ev with the most technology best overall design best all-around ev most eco-friendly ev best value ev and then for our final category we have the best ev that we've filmed in a video so we kind of put four four vehicles on there that we both filmed and actually done videos on them, kind of encouraging you to check out our actual YouTube channels and <laughs> and check out those videos. Um, so we had a really great turnout on votes. I think we had 40? Yeah, 40, 40 responses. Which is awesome. So our I think our podcast audience estimated is around like 50-ish. So that's like amazing. <laughs> had a lot of good responses. Um, yeah, thank you guys for the interaction. <laughs> yeah, we definitely appreciate it. And uh, the way we did it kind of make voting more fair just because we shared these on Twitter and our other social medias where a lot of Tesla fans follow us. We tried to not skew all the votes towards Tesla. Um, so we, we, after the votes came in for the fan votes, we each got 10 additional votes to kind of like even out voting a little bit more and choose vehicles uh, based on our thoughts as well. So this was a combined fan in our vote just because we've been working with a lot of EVs and checking a lot of things out. So um, we felt that kind of made it a little bit more fair. Hopefully as the EV market grows, we won't even need to do that. There's just going to be so many good EVs out there. Um, but that's the way we kind of did voting and we're going to roll through the winners now. I can only imagine next year there's going to be plenty of electric vehicles yeah, to have on our forums. For, sure. for the first category, we have the best concept EV. The nominees are the Tesla Cybertruck, Mercedes EQG Wagon, Porsche Mission R, and the Canoe Lifestyle Vehicle. And the winner for Best Concept EV is the Tesla Cybertruck. It is, yep. (laughs) Tesla right off the bat coming in strong. Yep. Yeah, so this was just such a unique prototype. I don't think we've really seen any kind of vehicle like this, let alone a truck. Yeah, (laughs) just in general. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely, you know, with its like avant-garde design, I think it like shattered all expectation. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think a lot of people had expectations of what this was going to look like. There was all kinds of mock-ups and stuff, and I don't think like... Nobody was expecting no. it to look like this. <laughs> no, I know for me, I was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> this is great. Definitely a, uh, a polarizing design, but I think a lot of people did after they kind of learned the specs, kind of learned like things behind it, like the, the prototype like grew in a lot of people and like was ended up being a good design. I'm interested to see how it all plays out. I know we're, they're still kind of like working on production right now. I think it goes in production in 2022 is the latest quote based on tesla's website got the single dual and tri-motor design starts at 39 900 
And uh, concept was re- revealed November 21st, 2019. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago <laughs> so hard to believe. So. It's gone by fast. <laughs> Hopefully it goes into production soon, but that's our that's our winner for best concept EV. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. For the second category, we have best performance EV. The nominees are Tesla Model S Plaid, Porsche Taycan Turbo S, Audi e-tron GT RS. Ford Mustang Mach-E GT. And the winner for best performance EV is the Tesla Model S Plaid. Pretty no surprise here, I don't think. (laughs) It's not (laughs) surprised. I mean, the fact that it's like, you know, the quickest production vehicle right now is just unbelievable. And you got a chance to record one recently. That's right. Yeah. So that video will be coming soon. Hopefully it's posted it probably won't be up by the time this podcast is. It'll probably be about a week later. So make sure you're subscribed and uh, ready for that video. Um, but yeah, I, both of us actually, Brandon helped me out with the video. We got to experience plaid acceleration, which yeah. is, I mean, insane. It's unruly. Yeah. It's just <laughs> so aggressive. Brandon had to had to tap out yeah. after a couple yeah. launches. <laughs> actually, I think after one, I was after just like, no, my stomach can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Even Dramamine didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some specs on this one. Uh, just got 735, 579 time on the Nurburgring. Uh, 0 to 60 in under two seconds. That's with the one foot rollout subtracted. 1020 horsepower. Just like, I mean, insane specs. Like <laughs> Tri motor, too. Tri motor, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the plaid powertrain really, really showing its, uh, showing its performance oh, yeah. there. Yeah. What did you think of the yoke steering wheel? That was interesting. I think that's, that's probably the one thing I would change with it. And I'm probably going to talk about this in the video. Um, it just, there's some things with it I didn't really like. I think practically it's not great. It would make more sense if it was like a, the steering was like a reduction, is it like gear reduction steering or something like that? Uh, Like electronic assisted? No, because like in Formula One cars, they have the yoke, but like if you do a half turn, it turns the wheels the full way. Oh, yeah. With the the plaid yoke, you've got to spin it all the way around like a normal wheel, so. People in parking lots with just like a quarter turn. Yeah. (laughs) Which would make a lot, I mean, it would make it easier to turn, True. but... True. I know you said I was a natural with the yoke. So. You were, yeah. Yeah, you were smooth with the yoke. An F1 so. driver in my Tesla. <laughs> yeah, so really impressive vehicle here. Uh, Brent, you, you've driven both the Taycan and the Plaid now. Yeah. What do you think was... Did the Plaid, like, live up to expectations? Do you think it was still faster than the Porsche? So it definitely was faster than the Porsche, okay. but I think what I liked about the Plaid is that it reminded me of just like a P90D Ludacris, just okay. like a little bit faster. Gotcha. Um, still slightly prefer the Taycan over it. Really? Just, yeah, yeah, believe it or not, just the two-speed gearbox I think really helps yeah. with that performance. That's fair. Yeah, but I mean, if I had the money, I'd probably buy both. <laughs> yeah, one for each day, you know. <laughs> For the third category, we have the EV with the most technology. The nominees are the refreshed Tesla Model S, Hyundai Ioniq 5, Rivian R1T and R1S, and the Polestar 2. And now the winner of EV with the most technology is the Tesla Model S refresh. There you go. Back with the Model S. So It's a technology powerhouse. For sure. So I think a lot of much needed improvements over the original Model S. I'm sure as you're well aware, driving some of those older ones, like the the interior is starting to get real dated, definitely needed some updates. Um, So this was, I think, an easy win for 
for the Model S refresh. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I, it, sadly, I didn't get too much time with like the the touchscreen when we were recording yeah. that video, but just like the UI and like how snappy it was, yeah. it's it's what you expect from a Tesla. And I think the craziest thing is they put like the whole gaming system in it now. So like it it's like got PS5 performance <laughs> in a car, which is just crazy. I don't think they've started releasing games for it, but just the fact that it has that capability i mean kind of wins the tech category my chevy bolt doesn't have that (laughs) (laughs) it does not have that Um, and just being a tesla too i mean you've got the uh you've got the whole autopilot suite so i think like tesla just in technology in general kind of like beats out a lot of other cars just because of all the tech they have in their cars already so got three screens too now got the rear screen yeah yeah (laughs) it'd be nice if they put screens on the back of the seats too that'd be cool yeah Five screens might be too much. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the kids busy in the back. (laughs) That's right. For the fourth category, we have EV with best overall design. The nominees are Polestar 2, Kia EV6, Porsche Taycan Cross Turismo, Hyundai Ioniq 5. And the winner for EV with the best overall design is the Polestar 2. This was kind of an interesting one because I don't think we had a Tesla on this best design category. I don't believe so. Um, It was interesting seeing people's votes of when they couldn't pick a Tesla vehicle. (laughs) So I I personally really like the Polestar. I think it's a good blend between like a normal looking car and an EV kind of futuristic looking car. I think they strike a good balance between the two. Um, They keep the same like kind of grill look to it but it's still got an aggressive design like I, I just think they did a lot of things right with it and and i liked how they blended in a lot of like volvo heritage into the polestar yeah. like mm-hmm. a lot of like the older vehicles mixed with the new one like Definitely. to me i i think that mixture of like future swedish design it's just it's familiar for and, sure yeah for sure and the, i mean the inside is beautiful with the google user interface and that, the screen yeah that was a big draw for me because i'm glad i'm glad some companies are realizing like hey we're not going to make a good car infotainment system let's let's outsource it to somebody that knows what they're doing so um the fact that they went with android for that i think is a good good move for them another thing i wanted to say about the pulsar 2 design is that it's a hatchback uh from the outside it almost looks like a lifted sedan Mm -hmm. um, but it's practical with the frunk and the hatchback design yeah Yeah. Yeah, definitely very usable design too which which certainly helps i'm excited to drive a pulsar (laughs) 2 I was going to ask, so there's a rental company down in Cincinnati that has a Polestar you can rent out for like a couple hundred bucks a day if we wanted to do a video. Oh, that would be cool. You know, our friend is actually taking delivery today of his Polestar. Really? Yeah. And he's in uh, Canton. So maybe we can make some moves. (laughs) Yeah, save some money too. For the Polestar 2, the lighting technology is really impressive. Um, The back taillights are actually almost like living. So like when you lock and unlock the vehicle, it does all these little dances for you and everything. Um, what's really cool about the headlights is that they have like a pixel headlight design where it's multiple LED chips and they actually oh, adapt okay. as you turn the steering wheel. Um, so it's like a matrix style and it's just, it's a really cool design. It's simple and just like really efficient compared yeah. to some cars. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of it in action, but I've seen, like, I've only seen a lot of pictures and videos of it. I didn't know about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird to see our ID4 has those headlights. And when you turn the steering wheel at night, I mean, it's like. Really? Oh, yeah. That's really yeah, it's very dramatic. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. For the fifth category, we have the best all-around EV. The nominees are Tesla Model Y, Volkswagen ID4, Kia Niro EV, and the Ford Mustang Mach-E. 
And the winner for best all-around EV is the Tesla Model Y. There we go. Yeah, so... Not surprised. Uh, yeah. Again, I think being a Tesla vehicle, you get a lot of the Tesla like features and a lot of the you've got the supercharger network you've got autopilot like a lot of these things just that just come with any tesla vehicle i think certainly helps just kind of add to the all-around ev um you've got tons of range i think the long range does like 326 miles so like that that certainly is helpful it's kind of this uh this crossover suv type size so definitely very versatile you can do a lot with it um i was really impressed the video for the Model Y video I did is going to be dropping the same day as this podcast, so we'll have that oh, link. Nice. We'll have that link down below yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Check it out, like, subscribe. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think that's one reason why I see Model Ys everywhere, and they're yeah. quickly out. I actually think they're outpacing the Model Three now. I yeah, that yeah. does not surprise me in terms of sales. Like it's just, I mean, it's practical. It's mm -hmm. it's a bigger Model Three in a way. Yeah, I think they they chose a lot of the things from the model three and just like added more room where people needed it because yeah. a lot of like a lot of families want a bigger car so they can do a lot with it it's really like a do-it-all car so yeah that helps and it can tow too which is huge yeah, so if you like huge. even if you run out of cargo room you can still slap a tow hitch on yeah. the back and <laughs> and haul some more stuff no if you when you picked up your model three if if like the y was out for example would you have chosen the y over your three no, and I'm going to touch on this in the video, but I probably would still stick with the Model 3 because okay. a lot of the times it's just me driving around and I think it's like a couple thousand dollars cheaper to yeah. have a Model 3. So, I mean, it works for what I need. So, <laughs> so once again, like and subscribe for that video. <laughs> That's right. For the sixth category, we have most eco-friendly EV. The nominees are Hyundai Ioniq 5, Mini Cooper SE, Polestar 2, and the Tesla Model 3. Okay, and the winner for most eco-friendly EV is the Hyundai Ioniq 5. We actually had a tie in this category. And <laughs> the Tesla Model 3. <laughs> Dramatic pause. That's right, that's right. Um, which I believe we've got, we've got to flip a coin for this one. Oh, yeah, we do. Right. Uh, I don't have a coin. I'll go grab a coin real quick. So I'm trying to figure out what quarter this is. Oh, so yes, it's a quarter. North Carolina quarter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a tie on this category, as Brandon just said, between the between the Hyundai Ionic Five and the Tesla Model Three for best uh, or most eco-friendly EV. So to figure out the winner, we're gonna flip a coin. <laughs> so <laughs> do you want to make heads the Ionic Five and tails the Model Three? Yep. All right, flipping it. Tails. Tails. All right. So the Model 3 yeah. takes on the win. <laughs> we were looking at efficiency numbers between these two vehicles, and the Model 3 actually won out pretty handily yeah. among all vehicles for efficiency. Um, what did we say in watt hours or miles per kilowatt hour? So for the Tesla Model 3, it was 4.85 miles per kilowatt hour, which yeah. is the most efficient electric vehicle actually i think it's the most efficient car yeah, yeah. just in general yeah 
which is crazy. Yeah. So usually for EVs around like four miles per kilowatt hour is usually pretty good. So the fact that it's like pushing five is insane. So even though the range isn't like crazy, I think you're still getting like, you're getting the best bang for your buck with the with the Model 3 um, in terms of efficiency. Cause the, the standard range goes like 260 miles still, yeah. so. Um, so another reason why we had the Ionic 5 in the category is because the entire interior is pretty much vegan as well as like recycled plastics. Yeah. And um, just honestly, it's a very efficient vehicle in terms of the size. Um, I think we we're seeing about 3.17 miles per kilowatt hour for yeah. the Ionic 5. And it's a big, it's like an SUV size yeah. car. So, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be as efficient. The same size as a Range Rover Evoque. Like really? that, that, yeah, okay. it's actually bigger than the Evoque. So okay. it's a decent crossover. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Model 3 won out here, but I mean, both are, both are very, uh, very eco-friendly EVs, and I mean EVs in general are going to be a good choice. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> go electric. That's right. yeah. For the seventh category, we have the electric vehicle that offers the best value. The nominees are the Tesla Model 3 Standard Range Plus, Chevy Bolt EUV, the Nissan Leaf, and the Mini Cooper SE. So, for the winner of the electric vehicle that offers the best value, the Tesla Model 3 Standard Range Plus. Yeah, so a lot of the similar reasons we just discussed. I mean, you're getting kind of best bang for your buck in yeah. terms of range, price, uh, capability, all that stuff. I think you're really getting a good vehicle oh, yeah. with the Model 3 SR Plus. Especially for a sub $40,000 electric vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, access to the supercharger network. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of the technology. Just... Autopilot's now like included with every Tesla vehicle, so yeah. you get that right off the bat. Like, that's not an additional cost, so. That's amazing Yeah, for that price range. <laughs> so it's not quite hitting the, the $35,000 uh, price yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that Tesla quoted when it came out, but I think if you look at the overall market, new vehicles are on average $40,000. So the fact that the Model 3 is hitting that average price and providing like a really solid EV overall is pretty impressive, oh, yeah. even from, yeah. I mean, five years ago. Oh, yeah. I think if I had to choose again between the Bolt and like the standard range Model 3, if the tax credit obviously was like played into it, mm -hmm. I would probably yeah. get the standard range. I think that's yeah. that might be the one reason that it's like deterring people from buying them the standard range is it doesn't have... Uh, the tax credit isn't in effect anymore, yeah. so. For the eighth and final category, we have the best electric vehicle that Alex and Brandon have filmed. The nominees are Porsche Taycan 4S, Volkswagen ID4, Ford Mustang Mach-E, and the Jaguar I-Pace. All right, and our final category, the winner of the best EV that Alex and Brandon have filmed. The winner is the Porsche Taycan 4S. Pretty incredible vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> yes it is. Yeah, that that was a an opportunity of a lifetime to like yeah. have a, a Taycan 4S for like eight hours and just like driving it all over Cleveland, filming, mm -hmm. doing drone shots. I'd highly encourage the video. It's really well done. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the Taycan 4S is just such an impressive electric yeah. vehicle, and it's a, a stunner. Like, I mean, everybody looks at that car yeah. when you drive by. <laughs> I don't. I think people like Porsches turn heads already, but I don't think many people like. It still looks like a concept car. Like yeah. the future times i've seen it driving around people like are like what is that car yeah. like it looks very exotic looking yeah. and like 
people don't expect an EV to look like that. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I think uh, Porsche did a great job keeping it just like the Mission E concept. Yeah. Changing some slight things, but really keeping it very similar. For sure. Yeah, to me, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you had a video too. Yeah, so the other nominees in this category were uh, for Brandon, the Porsche Taycan, and the... Uh, the ID4. The ID4, yeah. Which you ended up buying. Which you now own. <laughs> yeah. So lots of content on that. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> um, and then mine were the Jaguar I-Pace and the... Um, Ford Mach-E. And the Mach-E, that's right. Yeah. Both pretty solid vehicles. I think the Jaguar I-Pace was a little disappointing once I kind of looked into the specs a little bit more. Like, the range really isn't quite there. I think it tops out fast charging at, like, 75 kilowatts, which is a little disappointing for that expensive of a vehicle. Um, But in terms of, like, luxury and, like, comfort, like, it's a solid vehicle. Like, it's a Jaguar still, so, like, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I think a good, like, kind of entry level into their their electric uh, market, but I think they definitely need to improve some things. Um, Mach-E, on the other hand, a lot of people I've talked to that have bought Mach-E's are, like, really impressed with it. So I was impressed with it when I drove it. Definitely compares a lot to the Model Y. I kind of think think it's really just kind of your preference in cars at that point. Like, um, you get a little bit more range with the Model Y, um, but, like, the Mach-E is still a solid car. And if you like Ford and you like... You like kind of more traditional setup in a vehicle with a lot more like physical buttons and handles and all that kind of stuff, then Mach-E is a good option. Well, did you hear they're doing a range boost for 2022? Really? Yeah, I I think it's the same batteries, but they're unlocking, I think, like three to five more kilowatt hours. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that helps. Boost it up close to 300 (laughs) for some of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe even more. (laughs) It'll be good. Yeah. I I can't wait to drive the Mach-E, like get a chance to record with it. The most interesting part, I think, was the the like rumble they add. Oh like, the, yeah, the engine noise. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like the first like thirty miles per hour, like it sounds like an EV. It just kind of like makes that like whir as it goes up. Yeah. But then like once you hit thirty, it like has a slight rumble like yeah. a normal car, which was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I liked about the Taycan. I feel like they did a good job of balancing like combustion sounds with like a futuristic sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For the, the Mach-E that I did, like, a quick test drive, I felt like there was too much rumble. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. To me, I want the future. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So, obviously, you know, the ID4 video that we recorded was part of this category, and we actually ended up buying that vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the same demo car that we got a chance to record with. Um, oh, it was the same exact car. The same exact That's one. Cool. Yeah, the first edition. Um, it The ID4 just, like, impresses us, like, every day. It's just so normal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the nice thing is that with the over the air software updates it's just going to get better but like i love how normal it is mm-hmm. yeah you don't get in and just like feel overwhelmed like some evs and it's just you get it and go yeah <laughs> i mean it's still quirky yeah for sure. yeah yeah but it's still an impressive electric car um for something that's sub forty thousand dollars before the federal tax credit yeah highly recommend looking at it for sure <laughs> yeah i've recommended that to a lot of people because it's just a solid ev overall yeah. like they did a lot of things right they didn't do anything like glaringly dumb that like should have been changed i don't think (laughs) so yeah yeah and and plus with the all-wheel drives coming out it just makes sense to look at it if you're in that that price range for sure cool so thank you for tuning into the sparkies uh this was kind of a new thing we tried out so definitely let us know what we got right what we got wrong uh (laughs) what what your votes were all that kind of good stuff uh in the comments of this youtube video and if you're listening on audio Uh, Definitely encourage you to check out the video podcast and see how we did. 
As for season three, as we said at the beginning, this is kind of our uh, finale of season two. Uh, we're going to take two to three weeks off and we'll be back and talk about some changes for season three, things we're going to do differently. Um, really want to continue to improve the podcast, have more guests on. Uh, but as always, if you have feedback for us or things you want us to cover in an episode, definitely let us know, um, either in comments, if you DM us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, we, we see just about every message that comes our way. So um, really appreciate your support so far, and we'll be back in season three. Thank you all for voting for your favorite electric vehicles at the first annual Sparkies Awards. Look for social media posts of the winners on our Twitter at livingelectric underscore, our Facebook page, Living Electric Podcasts, and Instagram at Living Electric Podcasts. We appreciate your support and look forward to next year's Sparkies.